Now we're live. Okay. We should be at Indy this weekend, dude. We should be at Indy. We should all be at Indy. Well, I mean, I'm here, but uh, yeah, <laughs> not, not at the track, sadly. Um, yeah, it's just it's weird to think about. Uh, I mean, time was sort of going slow, it felt like, in the whole beginning, like March uh, and I guess April. Uh, and and then now, time seems to be sort of flying by. Uh, it's, it's weird to think that, that May is now almost, you know, we're, we're at Memorial Day weekend, which is really weird. Mentally, for you during this month, I mean, obviously, it's 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 a whole new world for all of us. But as a driver, I know you were doing a lot of eye racing and stuff, and it was fun to watch. But because of the the scope of Indy, were, were you having trouble like mentally knowing that you weren't going to be at the track? Um, I mean, we just try not to think about it. I mean, no one else is doing anything, so that that's um, that sort of helps. I mean, if there was a ton of other stuff going on, and we were seeing other sports and you know, NBA playoffs and, and, and whatever else, uh, you know, NASCAR, but I mean, nothing was going on obviously until recently with NASCAR now going. So, um, so it's, 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 everyone's in the same boat, you know, everyone, not, no one is on their normal schedule. Uh, so it's not been terrible, but obviously, uh, it's so frustrating to not be doing anything, uh, you know, during, uh, during this whole time. So, it is what it is. I know, you know, we're going to have an incredible month of August for sure when we when we do get the Indy 500 stuff rolling. Yeah. It'll just be a different time of year. So you must have, when were you watching, obviously, like we all were watching the first NASCAR race and with no practice and no qualifying for those guys to throw it in at Darlington the first time you guys get on the track next month. Uh, are you going to have practice beforehand? Have they told you guys? Is that, is that going to happen? Yeah, yeah, no, we, we get, we get, uh, I think like an hour and a half of practice and we, and qualify as well, uh, which I think is good. It, it would, it would just be impossible to do something without practice. Um, and just honestly irresponsible, I think for us, cause our, obviously our danger level, I think is a little bit higher, uh, than NASCAR, uh, you know, at Darlington. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's still going to be very tough. I mean, no one's been in the car for, you know, for, for months, uh, and, and not even on ovals. I mean, I haven't been on an oval since gateway last year or something like that. Um, and, and a lot of the drivers, you know, this, this could be the longest stint in some drivers careers where they haven't been in, uh, you know, in a race car. So, um, you know, and there's no testing, uh, you know, throughout the season either. So it's going to be super important for us to get gather information at Texas for Indy really. And, and for, you know, for oval races that we do, uh, you know, later in the year as well. Having the canopy around you guys, um, do you anticipate, will it change anything in a pack? Uh, do, do we know? I mean, what is it going to do? I mean, your guess is as good as mine, right? Really? Now. Seriously? We, we just, we don't have the information. I mean, we, there, there's been testing, but, but it's been, you know, no more than two or three cars together. So, so I think there's, there's a lot that we don't know. Uh, there was a lot that we were hoping to obviously, uh, you know, test through the practice week at Indy and through, you know, well, obviously the first five races as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've never raced the aeroscreen yet. And, and it's, uh, it's definitely going to be put through, uh, you know, some pretty serious testing, um, in, in real race situation, uh, you know, at Texas. So, I think it'll be interesting. I think it, it could be, it, it could present, it could be quite a variable. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I really don't. I've done, a, I've done a, about a day and a quarter or a day and a third in the car with the aero screen. So uh, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm not really even sure how it's going to work, but we're all in the same boat. Did you like the quiet? I guess I heard a lot of drivers saying that just the, the lack of noise that they could hear their spotters, they could hear you talking back to their crew chiefs and stuff. What was, is it noticeably different inside the cockpit? 
Yeah, for sure. Notice will be different. Uh, it's very weird. I mean, I, I don't like it. I've always been publicly sort of um, not a fan of it, uh, but it is what it is. I mean, every, everyone's got to do it. Everyone's got to get used to it. You know, it's, it's, it's for safety. Um, you know, I, I, I wish uh, it, it's very difficult to get in and out of the car now, which is tough. Uh, it looks awkward. It doesn't look great. Uh, but obviously, you know, if it's safer, then it doesn't matter if you look like an idiot or not, um, which is good. So, uh, so, so we'll see. I mean, I'm sure everyone will get used to it in about six months time. We'll, we'll all be, you know, not, we won't really remember what an IndyCar is without an aero screen, I'm sure. So, well, and full season for you as well. Still, I mean, we, with Ed Carpenter and Carlin and whatnot. So, um, mentally, I mean, you've always been seem like Connor, you're, you're the definition of a hardworking driver. You're always there. You're right. You've been ready to go. And is, does it feel like it's, it's starting to pay off finally? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, obviously we have, you know, quite a job, uh, to do this year. Um, you know, gotta, gotta obviously do, uh, you know, do the right thing and get some, get some strong results. But, uh, but the ECR environment, I mean, I, I would love to have some time to get used to that, but obviously that now has been cut very short. I mean, there's no testing yeah. with this team that I just signed for, for, for a lot of races. And, you know, Carlin, I already know, which is great. Um, but, uh, but so much of what you use to get used to a team, uh, is, is once you, once you get into the swing of things. And now, now instead of starting the season with ECR, I'm starting with Carlin and then eventually get to ECR. And now there's a bunch of different races that aren't really, you know, you're not traveling as much together now because some of the races are double headers, you know, there's less weekends, a lot of it's an Indy. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it'll be weird for sure, but it's it's weird for a lot of people. And, you know, I just, I obviously want to be able to sh- make sure that, you know, the, our partner, the U.S. Air Force is is very happy coming out of this year. So we can just go back into, you know, 2021 uh, with, again, a regular season and potentially, you know, a, a real uh, outlook and preparation when it comes to testing and stuff like that going into the, going into the year. Yeah, but as a driver, though, you can't go out on a track hoping to finish i mean you have to don't you that mentality is like you want to do your best you want to push you you want to win right it's it, it's not enough to just to finish the race is it oh no for sure i mean i mean that my, my goals are set very high uh right. you have to but you also have to be realistic i mean there's a lot of situations um that are going to be different that are going to be uh tough at first and you got to try and uh you know get over those um you know o- over those obstacles quite early and 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 get into you know the swing of things uh earlier than than maybe you've ever done before because this year is obviously a year unlike any other ever uh certainly in my lifetime so um so yeah it, it'll, it'll be tough but we want to win races i mean the air force wants to win races and uh I, you know i think we've got a great team to you know potentially do that uh but there's a lot of um you know there's a lot of things there's a lot of pieces of the equation that equal uh, victory. And you got to make sure that you have all those in place. Let me uh, see if I pull this up real quick. There it is. There's your baby for Indy. That, that thing is badass, dude. What a cool scheme. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, it turned out really well. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's simple, but it's, it, it sends a message and, and you can definitely see it. So it'll be really cool to drive it. Does Chuck Yeager know? Has he, has he, has he responded on Twitter about it yet? <laughs> Uh, we'll go with yes. <laughs> he gets on Jags where he'll be on Twitter and just like bomb everybody for two days and then disappear for a while. So, but yeah, that is a beautiful paint job, man. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But then everything's going to get pushed back. I would assume we're talking about some of uh, Connor Daly joining us here, the car driver. Um, the, the, the bigger motor, the higher, you know, the higher power stuff that we had talked about is all that. That's all going to get pushed back another year. Right. Uh, 
Honestly, I don't know. I, I, okay. I, yeah, I'm not really sure. I haven't really talked about that much. Are you like, bring it on, whatever? You just, you just want to go? Yeah, I mean, I, I would hate to see anything delayed, really. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It would be tough to – it would just be tough for the series if, if we had to delay things. So I think everyone's ready for the, uh, you know, the, the upgrade in power and, uh, you know, a third manufacturer as well. I don't think the work has stopped on that. So, right. so we'll see. What you think about Ferrari, some of the stuff being bounced around? That was at least kind of cool to have that discussion. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw more comments today as well. Uh, I mean, it would be really cool. Do I, do I think that's legitimate? No. Uh, but, cause, uh, but, I mean, they've got, they've got the money and they've got the, the ability to do it. Um, and would it be awesome to re, you know, have Ferrari in our series with, with Chevrolet and Honda? Absolutely, because we've got you know, two great manufacturers already and we, we need a third for sure for the competition. And I think it would bring everyone's game to, you know, to a very high level. Uh, well, obviously, here in the Motor City, I'm, I'm pointing at Ford going, you guys, come on, man. His- <laughs> why, why not? I mean, their, their history, in this- doesn't it make sense for them to, to stick their nose back in this? It's tough, man. It's a, it's a, it's a business. I actually talked to a member of the Ford family, oddly enough, like uh, four years, probably 2016. I was riding on a golf cart with, uh, with, with him. And I was like, so when are you guys coming to IndyCar? He's like, never. And I said, all right, great, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean – Every manufacturer has, you know, certain goals and certain, um, you know, I'm sure certain things to do on their on their list of things to do. And, and you know, sometimes we fit into the category and sometimes we don't. I mean, it depends on, uh, you know, a lot of things. So uh, it, it, I, it, as long as we do get a strong third manufacturer, though, I think it'll it'll help the series overall to then maybe tempt a fourth manufacturer, maybe even fifth manufacturer. You never know. But what about the idea of, of a second body or do you like the idea of having this this sort of universal template that you can modify around? Uh, like a chassis? Yeah, the chassis. I'm sorry. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, w- we don't have enough money in the sport to have two different chassis and, and be spending that type of money. It's just, it's we're still very small, and uh, we've got to grow a lot more before uh, we get to that point. We're going to miss you here in Belle Isle. It's, we- it's really weird going out there and not having, having the Grand Prix in the Motor City, man. It's just strange. Yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite races for sure. And uh, it, it's tough to not not be able to go there. I was looking forward to that one. Looking forward to, like, the start of the season there, really, because for a yeah. while we thought that's what it was going to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously hope to be back there in 2021 and, uh, you know, and have an incredible event. We always laugh when we watch at Belle Isle. Everybody gets obsessed with the back straightaway and you guys being flat out. But I always tell people, watch the first two turns. You guys go through there so hard. Is that one of the harder lateral G corners on the, in the circuit? Oh yeah, on the track, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it's really tough because it's bumpy, and then the exit of turn two, you know, it's it's actually almost like a jump. Um, so it's it's definitely a wild uh, a wild feeling inside the car, and you got to almost be able to just place yourself in a good landing zone over the over the crest there in turn two. You, wait a minute. So you're you're letting you're are you trying to center the car because you know you're going to land, you're going to catch a little bit there. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a huge transfer of weight. So you're, so you're sliding through turn two and going over that crest at the same time. So it's a matter of just uh, keeping that drift going and then also just making sure that when the weight actually fully transfers to the outside of your tires, that, um, that you're not uh, too, too tweaked. So if there's a driver from another series around the world that you would love to have come into India, I mean, we've been fortunate to have – you know, Alonzo, obviously, and then Erickson and so many great drivers from other series. If there's one person you would like, come on, come play, who would it be? 
Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Sebastian Vettel obviously is looking for a job or something next year. I think that would be cool. I don't think yeah, that'd be good. crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyone like Kyle Busch, seeing Kyle Busch run at the Indy 500, I think would be good. Uh, you know, Kyle is obviously very talented. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it takes a lot to be able to switch series and, and, and do the Indy 500, you know, Fernando Alonso thankfully has been able to do it, which is really cool. And I think, I think more people should try and do the same if they want to, you know, really accomplish a lot in the racing world or, or as much as you can. Right. So I think it'd be cool to see those guys try and try and do it. You know, we talk so much about the physical part of IndyCar racing, Connor, that, you know, it's always like, you know, the, the, and, and the physical demand on you is amazing. But to, Indy to me, when, when we, the first time we went and watched a race there and to watch you guys, I can imagine the mental is just as important and just as fatiguing. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, mentally more so than physically at Indy, um, just because it'd be so mistake free at all times. I mean, one small thing can cost you so much. Uh, especially like in, in green flag pit stops as well in the middle of the race, you, you know, you lose two tenths of a second. And if you lose just that much uh, and one car passes you kind of as you cycle out of a pit pit exit out of two uh, and they get you into three, you could spend the next 30 laps, you know, trying to pass those guys again. So everything counts, everything matters mentally. You got to be, uh, you know, your, your eyes got to be on fire. Everything has got to be, uh, your brain has to be functioning at the highest possible level. And, and, all while trying to, you know, physically control this beast that you're that you're driving as well. Is Texas more of a physically demanding track? Texas is really hard. Yeah, I mean, Texas, even after Indy last year, you know, there were a lot of guys uh, physically on a long green flag, you know, run a couple, couple pit stops in a row. It's very, very hard. Um, I mean, the, the, the G-forces and the, and the steering, you know, obviously with no power steering, it, it, is, it is without a doubt a challenge. And, and for that to be the first race of the year, yeah. Um, without anyone, you know, with, with none of us at race fitness level because we just haven't been in a car, uh, that's it, it, I, it's going to be hard. <laughs> I, I am excited to see actually, you know, who who prevails and and so I think some of the mistakes potentially late in the race are purely going to be caused by you know physicality. So i racing was fun, and you guys obviously had a blast doing it, and 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 but. As far as a racer, for us, it's just playing. It's a fun game to go play. For you guys, do you really get anything out of it, or, or is it just a way to just do something while we're all sitting at home? Uh, no, we, we don't get anything out of it. I don't okay. think. I, mean, I, th- I think it keeps your. I think. I mean, you're driving around and you're trying to, you know, not make mistakes and stuff like that. But the tire model is very far off of, of what we actually use in simulation, and um, it's it's very difficult to judge compared to real life uh i think i I racing actually i think got more feedback than they ever have on on the actual comparison directly to a real car um so who knows maybe over the next couple weeks a couple months they'll kind of look look even more into the software for the you know for the customers obviously because they want to try and create the most real simulation possible and uh you know hopefully i mean i'm sure we could help with that um or i'm sure we might have helped with that but, uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's, I mean, I'm sitting in a kitchen chair, so it's very, very far off of, of what, you know, not only what is real life, but, uh, but what, you know, the, our Chevy simulator is, which I'll be, you know, I'll be going in tomorrow in Charlotte. Really? Okay. So that, that's, what was, that's what I was about to ask you. So sim time is unlimited for you guys. They don't regulate that, right? I mean, if you can get in time in a sim, you can as much as you want. Well, it, it's a, it's a Chevy simulator. So there's, there's 
however many Chevy IndyCar teams, however many yep. Chevy NASCAR teams, everyone's trying to use it. So it's booked 364 days a year. So it's, wow. it's, you don't get unlimited SIM time. You get as much as you can. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I might've done six days, uh, since November. Uh, and then obviously like I'll have one day tomorrow and then two days next week. Um, but that's pretty much it as far as I know for now. So you win the Indy 500. What do we get Jim Campbell to buy you? Um, what a C8 probably? No, I want a ZL1 Camaro. Well, you got this out. You're not going to hold on for the Zora for another year, maybe? Nope. <laughs> Give me a ZL1. We'll take it. Wait a minute. Is this because you, you've seen it or you've driven it? Uh, no, I have not driven it, but Joseph okay. Newgarden owns one. So I've seen his, and it's very cool. Nice. All right. And I'm and not a vet guy. I'm not. I'm not a Corvette guy. I can't can't get my head around it. But I, I love the Camaro. Even the even the mid engine one. You you kind of nope. just, not not a fan. I mean, it's what? a great car. But yeah, uh, yeah. But got yeah. Their, you know, everyone's got their their car uh, their car loves. I'd be remiss. Last thing, and thank you, Connor, for the time. I really do appreciate it, man. Yeah. I know your, your schedule's starting to ramp up, but um, we amazing race was just fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Did you know how much fun you were going to have, or did you guys have fun doing that? It seemed like it. Uh, I, I think uh, I think at the time we did not consider it fun. Uh, it was very tough. It was very hard. Uh, and but it, but it was pretty rewarding, you know, as we kept going and we, as we stayed in the fight. Um, but yeah, looking back on it now, for sure, so glad we did it. Uh, a lot of cool memories that we will never forget, for sure. Um, I think Alex has a bit of a different opinion than me. I mean, I would do it again. I don't think Alex would ever do something like that again. Um, Why? but, uh, it's just not his style, not, not his style at all. He's, uh, I, I think we both, both going into it, we didn't expect, uh, how it would go off camera and, uh, like not what you saw on TV. It was very, very tough and very different to what you see on the television. So I think that's what he was, uh, more, more not a fan of going to do again, but I, I, I would suffer through for the, uh, for the experience again. Did, did you get him to sign up for this or did you guys agree to sign up together? Did they approach you or how did this work? Uh, no, Alex was signed up first for it. And uh, I was actually third choice. I, I, Alex, it was Alex and Hinch first. Hinch couldn't do it because he was Canadian. And then it was Alex and Spencer Piggott and, and Spencer then couldn't do it because he had a test while they were filming. And so then they were like, well, well I guess we'll get Connor. And, um, and then, yeah, I showed up and I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Dude, it was fun. It was fun to watch. My wife and I, that, that's one of those shows we watched for years, man. So that, that's cool. You can always brag that I was on The Amazing Race. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's cool to say. I, I, I was a huge fan of the show when I was in high school, when I was growing up. So, uh, and, and we met a lot of great people doing it. A lot of the camera crew, the uh, the creator of the show is actually a huge race fan himself. So he wore he wore a Ferrari hat every day of production, and uh, and it was like oh that's this and talked to us all about Formula One and IndyCar racing. It was really cool. All right, how many times have you watched the movie Senna? Uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> every every driver I talk to is it. What is it about that movie and that guy? I mean, I get it. I, I've got like a Banco National hat down in my man cave, and I own the movie too. But what is it, Connor? Uh, well, I think I I find it. Uh, good to be able to show people who don't know about racing or uh, or who might not understand the you know why I love it so much or why I'm crazy about it uh, I think well just watch this and then I think that really symbolizes someone who is so dedicated to his craft uh, a story that is so uh, you know incredible I think 
it's just good to it doesn't matter if you're a race fan or not i think people can appreciate the story and then afterwards you're like oh wow this, i mean that was that was a wild you know wild ride so i, I just yeah I, I like i like showing it to people who have probably never seen a racing movie before or a race and then see what you know what they think about it afterwards do we really understand how great of a how great of a drive pedestrian question how great of a driver he was and then b how amazing that qualifying lap was at monaco that we all watch over and over on youtube yeah, I mean, honestly, sadly, we we you know we we truly didn't get to see the full extent of of you know what he could do. I mean, the guy probably had many more years in Formula One left, and uh, and yeah, I, I mean, for sure, one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I'm glad we we have what we do have to look at, and um, and yeah, I, I think we got we'll, we'll always be respecting uh, you know respecting that guy. Do you just laugh your ass off though at that Monaco lap the way he did that? I mean, just hanging it out there like that. Well, I think for me it's a different perspective because everyone has a lap like that every now and then. I mean, yes, it was very good, but you never like a driver would say, "Well, you could have done." I mean, as a driver, even if I've been on pole, I'm like, "Ah, oh, well, we could have improved here and there." So I think it's a it's a different perspective for sure. Very impressive, of course. What's yours? I remember just as a, I remember um, Newgarden at Iowa a couple of years ago before he went to Penske had one of those races where he was like a slot car, just blown by everybody. And he said he had that race. Have you had a qualifying or a race moment like that? Uh, I mean, I, at gateway last year, I mean, I thought I could drive around anyone uh, and do anything with the car that I wanted. And I think we should have won that race. So there's been times for sure. It, 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 it all depends on the car though. The car gives you the ability to do, uh, you know, things that you probably normally wouldn't be able to do if you're very confident in it. So um, there are for sure moments that I've had before like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's nice to have when, when you're in sync with the car, um, it's, it's definitely nice to have those moments. Dude, Connor, all the best to you. Congratulations. We're all rooting for you here in the Motor City. And uh, Thank you. Be, be interested to see what happens in Texas. Also, you're always a fun follow on Twitter. And, and uh, thanks for not cussing and iRacing because I know you get yelled yeah. at for that. So, yeah, that was good. Connor Daly, thank you so much, man. You be safe. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate right. it. There he goes, Connor Daly.